This is Sam, and you're listening to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Pub Trivia Group Podcast. This is Sam. This is game number 80. Before we get going, for those of you listening shortly after this episode's release, I'm hosting live team-based pub trivia Friday, November 17th at 8 p.m. Central. Join the Facebook group for access to the event or non-Facebook users. You can just find my contact information and reach out. It'll be good times. All right. Anyway, we got three rounds today. Those rounds... Movie links, short answer chain, and music themes. Here we go. Round number one, movie links. I have a list of five films. Each of these five films stars a common actor or actress. I'm going to provide the year plus two additional details about each film as clues. And by including this common link makes it all like a puzzle. Because once you figure out the common actor or actress, you have a better shot of guessing the correct answer. For this reason, I will go over all of those clues a second time. You need to guess the title of each film and then the common actor or actress who appeared in all five. All right, let's get started. Film number one, 2005. In this film, a successful music executive unexpectedly returns to his hometown 10 years after his graduation. In his return, the music executive is reminded of past humiliation and a platonic friendship. Alright, film number two, 2009. This film involves a Canadian executive coercing their assistant into a fake marriage to avoid deportation. Much of the film takes place in Alaska, providing a stark contrast to the executive's life in New York City. Film number three, 2016. This film was a spin-off of an existing film series. Earning over $780 million at the box office, this film held the record for highest grossing R-rated film of all time until 2018 when it was narrowly surpassed by its own sequel. Film number four, 2019. This film was the first live action film based on a Nintendo property since 1993's Super Mario Brothers. Throughout the film, the title character experiences amnesia. And film number five, 2021. This action comedy follows a non-player character in a video game who gains self-awareness. The film explores themes of artificial intelligence, free will, and the nature of video game reality. Alright, as I said, let's go over these one more time. 
Film number one, 2005. In this film, a successful music executive unexpectedly returns to his hometown 10 years after his graduation. In his return, the music executive is reminded of past humiliation and a platonic friendship. All right, film number two, 2009. This film involves a Canadian executive coercing their assistant into a fake marriage to avoid deportation. Much of the film takes place in Alaska, providing a stark contrast to the executive's life in New York City. Film number three, 2016. This film was a spin-off of an existing film series. Earning over $780 million at the box office, this film held the record for highest grossing R-rated film of all time until 2018 when it was narrowly surpassed by its own sequel. Film number four, 2019. This film was the first live action film based on a Nintendo property since 1993's Super Mario Brothers. Throughout the film, the title character experiences amnesia. And film number five, 2021. This action comedy follows a non-player character in a video game who gains self-awareness. The film explores themes of artificial intelligence, free will, and the nature of video game reality. Alright, we went over each of those twice. Pause now if you need more time. Otherwise, here are the answers. Film number one. 2005, Just Friends. Film number two, 2009, The Proposal. Film number three, 2016, Deadpool. Film number four, 2019, Detective Pikachu. And film number five, 2021, Free Guy. The common actor, Ryan Reynolds, who I picked because my wife and I, we've we've been watching the Welcome to Wrexham sort of documentary series. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, even if you don't like soccer, right? It's about that soccer team that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhinney, uh, they purchased a soccer team in Wales, and it's about that. I think even if you don't like soccer, it's pretty interesting and you know, a lot of a lot of good humor in it. I would say it's much more about the town and the people rather than the soccer itself. I'm highly enjoying it, though I, I do like soccer, so I guess that's part of it. All right, that was round number one, movie links. Coming up, we got round number two, short answer chain. Right, round number two, short answer chain. So I have 10 short answer items, and each item partially connects to the items immediately preceding and or immediately following, hence the chain. Let's get going. Item number one, 
this famed duo only made one production designed for television, a 1957 adaptation of a famous fairy tale which was viewed by over 100 million people. This television production has been remade twice, most recently in 1997 with Brandy and Whitney Houston in starring roles. Item number two. This man is behind a television show which ran from 1968 to 2001. Since the show ended, a spin-off centered around a character named Daniel debuted in 2012 and a 50th anniversary special aired in 2018. The special was hosted by Michael Keaton, who actually started his career on this show in 1975. You need to name the man behind the show which I am referencing. Item number three. Born in 1976, this actor played the role of Kevin Arnold from 1988 to 1993. Item four. This pop duo formed in Brisbane in 1993 and made their first big splash with the 1996 single, I Want You. Item number five. Located in Manhattan, this sporting venue was built in the 1960s on land once occupied by the former Pennsylvania Station. Item number six. In support of the ratification of the U.S. Constitution, this person wrote 29 of the essays included within the collection known as the Federalist Papers. Item number seven. First published in 1611, this book was featured in a BBC documentary presented by Melvin Bragg titled, The Book That Changed the World. Item eight. Created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels, this animated series takes place in a fictional suburban town called Arlen, where most of the children attend the fictional Tom Landry Middle School which was named for the famed real-life football coach. Item number nine. This artist has enjoyed a successful career in music, both as a solo artist and as a member of a trio. With eight Grammys, she holds the record for most Grammy Awards won by a female rapper. And item number ten. Born in 1986, this person represents Colorado's 3rd Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives. Prior to serving in Congress, this person owned Shooter's Grill, which is described on her campaign website as, quote, a restaurant that earned national notoriety for staff who proudly open-carried as they served their customers. All right, pause now if you want more time. I will go over each item again, but then I will give out the answers. Okay, item number one. This famed duo only made one production designed for television, a 1957 adaptation of a famous fairy tale, which was viewed by over 100 million people. 
This television production has been remade twice, most recently in 1997 with Brandy and Whitney Houston in starring roles. All right, that television production, that was Cinderella, right, the live-action musical, not the Disney one, but the live-action musical. The duo behind that production of Cinderella, Rodgers and Hammerstein, which my wife and daughter, they just went to see a high school production of that. Shout out Wyzetta High School in Minnesota. They just went to that. They had a great time. I did not get to go. Would have liked to go. I was home with the two-year-old, but anyway, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Number two, this man is behind a television show which ran from 1968 to 2001. Since the show ended, a spinoff centered around a character named Daniel debuted in 2012 in a 50th anniversary special aired in 2018. The special was hosted by Michael Keaton, who actually started his career on this show in 1975. You need to name the man behind the show, which I am referencing. Okay, that man, Fred Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers. But yeah, we're talking about Fred Rogers, so I guess Daniel the Tiger is a direct spinoff of Mr. Rogers, which my kids don't watch Daniel Tiger, so I didn't know that. I also didn't realize that Batman was once upon a time on Mr. Rogers. So that's pretty cool, too. Lots of fun facts. All right, number three, born in 1976, this actor played the role of Kevin Arnold from 1988 to 1993. Okay, Kevin Arnold was a character in The Wonder Years, which is a great show that totally holds up. Fred Savage would be the actor. Fred Savage connecting with Fred Rogers. All right, number four, this pop duo formed in Brisbane in 1993 and made their first big splash with the 1996 single, I Want You. Okay, so I Want You, that is the Chicka Cherry Cola song. We are talking about Savage Garden. Savage Garden connecting with Fred Savage, which hold up really quick. I'm just remembering that I recently heard one of my new favorite trivia team names ever. It was at Starkweather Brewing in Madison, Wisconsin. Savage Garden Gnomes. What an awesome name. Anyway, number five. Located in Manhattan, this sporting venue was built in the 1960s on land once occupied by the former Pennsylvania Station. All right, we are talking about Madison Square Garden which connects with Savage Garden. All right, item number six. In support of the ratification of the U.S. Constitution, this person wrote 29 of the essays included in the collection known as the Federalist Papers. All right, that would be your fourth president, James Madison. James Madison connecting with Madison Square Garden. All right, number seven. First published in 1611, This book was featured in a BBC documentary presented by Melvin Bragg, which was titled, The Book That Changed the World. All right, that refers to the King James Version of the Bible. All right, the King James Version. 
connecting with James Madison. All right, item number eight, created by Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. This animated series takes place in a fictional suburban town called Arlen, where most of the children attend the fictional Tom Landry Middle School, which was named for the real-life famous football coach. All right, we are referring to King of the Hill. King of the Hill connecting with King James Version. All right, number nine. This artist has enjoyed a successful career in music, both as a solo artist and as a member of a famed trio. With eight Grammys, she holds the record for most Grammy Awards won by a female rapper. All right, she also would do quite a bit of singing, too. Um, That is Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill connecting with King of the Hill. And number 10. Born in 1986, this person represents Colorado's 3rd Congressional District in the U.S. House of Representatives. Prior to serving in Congress, this person owned Shooter's Grill, which is described on her campaign website as, quote, a restaurant that earned national notoriety for staff who proudly open-carried as they served their customers. All right, that U.S. Representative, Lauren Boebert. Connecting with Lauren Hill. All right, that was round number two, short answer chain. Coming up, we got one more round for you, music themes. All right, round number three, music themes. Today's theme is animals. So I have lyrics from 10 songs And each of these songs has an animal somewhere within its title. Your job is to identify each song based on the lyric. Bonus kudos if you also know the artist. All right, here we go. Song number one. Darken the city, night is a wire. Steam in the subway, earth is a fire. Song number two. And if the real thing don't do the trick, you better make up something quick. You gonna burn, 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 burn to the wick. Song number three. I'm a man without conviction. I am a man who doesn't know how to sell a contradiction You come and go. Song number four. But the years went by and the rock just died. Susie went and left me for some foreign guy. Long nights crying by the record machine. Dreaming of my Chevy and my old blue jeans. Song number five, you're beautiful, that's for sure. You'll never, ever fade. You're lovely, but it's not for sure. And I won't ever change. All right, number six, dream if you can a courtyard, an ocean of violets in bloom. 
Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between me and you. All right, number seven. Run fast for your mother, run fast for your father. Run for your children, for your sisters and brothers. Song number eight. Trodden through San Juan in the arms of America. Number nine. SOS, she's in disguise. SOS, she's in disguise. And song number 10. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things. There was sand and hills and rings. All right, pause now if you need more time. I'll go over those one more time, but then I'm going to give you the answer. Song number one. Dark in the city, night is a wire. Steam in the subway, earth is a fire. Yeah, that song, this one's a banger. Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran. Number two. And if the real thing don't do the trick, you better make up something quick. You gonna burn, 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 burn to the wick. That song, also a banger. Barracuda by heart. Number three. I'm a man without conviction. I'm a man who doesn't know how to sell a contradiction. You come and go. All right, that would be Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. Song number four. But the years went by and the rock just died. Susie went and left me for some foreign guy. Long nights crying by the record machine. Dreaming of my Chevy and old blue jeans. All right, this was one of my favorite songs to play in high school pep band. That is Crocodile Rock by Elton John. Number five. You're beautiful and that's for sure. You'll never, ever fade. You're lovely, but it's not for sure. And I won't ever change. All right, that song, I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado, might be the first song from this century on this list so far. Funny how that happens. Though that might have been late 90s. I don't know. All right, number six. Dream if you can a courtyard in oceans of violets in bloom. Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between me and you. All right, that is When the Doves Cry by Minnesota's favorite son, Prince. All right, number seven. Run fast for your mother. Run fast for your father. Run for your children, for your sisters and brothers. All right, that is Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Okay, that's another newer song on this list. Newer song meaning from the century. All right, number eight, Trotting Through San Juan 
in the arms of America. All right, that would be Buffalo Soldier by Bob Marley. Number nine, SOS, she's in disguise. SOS, she's in disguise. All right, that one, that one's for sure from this century. Um, though probably earlier in this century. That is She-Wolf by Shakira. And number 10, on the first part of the journey, I was looking at all the life. There were plants and birds and rocks and things. There was sand and hills and rings. All right, that song, A Horse With No Name by America. So there you have it. That was round number three, music themes. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for playing. Just a reminder, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star ratings on Apple and Spotify. They do so much um, as I seek to grow this podcast, grow this audience. And one of the main reasons I like growing the audience is, you know, it it leads to more people that want to play live trivia because we play live trivia once a month. So if you're interested in ever playing some of that live trivia, follow us on social media, especially Facebook. Um, But Twitter and Instagram, I definitely post on there too. All those links are in the show notes as well as my email address if you're just like, I don't want to do any social media, but I'd still like to play live trivia. Just email me and I'll help you out. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure. We will see you next week where we um, will, well, we'll we'll actually publish uh, several of the rounds from tomorrow's live game. So it should be pretty fun. All right, everyone. Peace out and pot on you nerds.